Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. This is an RNZ podcast. Hopkins, welcome to The Long Way Home. Oh, man, that was one ugly little encounter. I just came through from the Bunnythorpe or the uh, refuse station and you go off the side of the road, thankfully, but in fact, maybe not thankfully, because there's a, a, a stream that you walk alongside there, and just very briefly, and my goodness, managed to cross the stream without getting wet, which was wicked, but um, once you got to the other side of the stream, holy cow. I have never seen blackberry bushes like it. So it was the, uh, let me see what that was. That was the uh, Mangaone, Mangaone stream crossing. There's no bridge there. The stream is very shallow and dry weather. Yes, it was. Continue up the other side. After about 150 meters, cross the small Jack's Creek and continue to the Kairanga Bunnythorpe Road, which I can see just up there now. But that took me, hello birdies, a lot longer than it should have because I went, and this is a classic example of, of Tararoa, I went about maybe, maybe 20 meters um, to the south of where I should have been. And that 20 meters got me firmly on the other side of a massive, I've never seen blackberry like it. Head height, overhead height, Blackberry. I tried going through where obviously some other people have, have been caught out as well. So following a little bit of bent grass kind of um, indication. And man, those Blackberry, they were thick. The stem was so thick. It's a beautiful little call going on up there. Hello. And um, man, that was rugged. Brutal. I haven't come out too bad. I've just got a few scratches on my legs. Managed to smash my way through, do a bit of bush bashing with my hiking poles, and then had to retrace my steps. Just got into a point where there was absolutely no way out. So I had to retrace, and uh, and then I managed to find the actual track. <laughs> that was brutal. Man, I've never seen blackberry like that. Huh. Onward, upward, and in some sort of direction anyway. What are we, Saturday? What's the date, Fiona, Anthony? Don't know. Saturday something. Kind of <laughs> 16th. 16th, I think. Um, and I turned up to Palmerston North yesterday, had a, a wicked trip in here from Fielding, met couple of people uh, the grandparents raising grandchildren 
when I was heading from Fielding, I thought, oh, I've got a book somewhere to stay. I should call up. Fio Fio is listed in the trail notes, and I'd heard about this hut. These, this couple who have built a dock hut in their backyard. And so I answered, they answered the phone. Yep, it's available. And I'm here. I'm having the most, this is a classic, classic um, way that this TA is evolving. I'm just having the most amazing experience. From the moment I arrived here at Fio Fio with Anthony and Fiona, Fiona rode out to welcome me in and, and walk me in and everything. So, you guys, like you, you're so embracing this whole Tararoa gig, but you're you're in a bigger picture as well with tramping and everything. What's what's the inspiration for you guys to do this? Well, we've walked Tararoa and to Waitapanamu, the South Island ourselves. And we absolutely loved it. And we love the energy we get from whenever we meet hikers. And so we started inviting people home. And then we realised we should give them the place of their own to stay in. And so we built them a hut. <laughs> and you've, you've built it along the lines of the dock hut and you've got all the consent. Like, they've embraced it, haven't they? Dock, all the, all the organisations. They came along to the launch. They've given us a hut book. Um, I've made some fake dock signs, and and they didn't, you know, send a lawyer around to get us to take them down or anything. They, and and part of what we're doing is teaching people hut culture before they go into the Tararua range. So you know, perhaps hikers haven't been through that many huts before. How many huts are there in the North Island before they get to Palmerston North? Yeah, I, I don't think I've have I stayed in a hut. I don't know if I have. Yeah, no. Yeah. And when you're in the Tararua range, you may not even get a chance to stay in a hut because they may be full. So, you know, we're, we're talking to them about hut books and that kind of thing. Yeah. 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 And we called it Fio Fio Hut because Anthony and I are involved with the Ruhini Fio Protectors, which is a community conservation project. Um, we're protecting Fio, which are blue ducks in the mountains in the Ruhinis. And so we don't feel we should charge people for their accommodation here but we think if people are inspired by the hut we encourage them to koha to the Rohini Fair protectors. It's tiring having people in your house um, and having a, 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 a big variety of people coming through the house. Tiring in a good way it's just there's so much energy that they, they bring to it and they're also open-minded and open to the world and stuff and the stories that are coming at you every day start to kind of mix up we've found so we've only had 15 through um but keeping track of who they all were and all their stories is just so difficult yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. and and fiona you were saying about how people go oh it was strangers in your house and everything so tell us about that well i think i love hikers i respect them and i trust them anybody who wants to come to our country or who lives here and wants to spend five six months walking across it we should give them respect and we should welcome them I have no problem with people here. And hikers, well, they carry everything they need on their backs. I don't think they're going to take anything from me <laughs> and rush off down the road. You know? Maybe a roll of toilet paper. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, they probably need that, you know. Um, yeah, trail rats do exist. Um, but um, and actually, by building a hut, we realised we gave people their own space. And they can use our facilities. We've got spare facilities. That's yeah. okay. So we're, it's, and I think it's going to work really nicely. And there will be times when we just set, we set our own boundaries, um, and we have our own quiet room. So now, um, stepping out of just the tower at all, 
uh, seen. So what's the state of conservation and, and nature in New Zealand now, in your opinion? I'm pretty sceptical about it. I'm worried about it. Um, I think in the, over the past few years, DOC has been run down quite drastically. Um, I love the fact that, um, that we are allowed into, the, into our backcountry to do conservation work and that we've been encouraged to do it as private citizens, but there is so much bad stuff happening. Um, there's so much work to do. There's so much work to do, yep. what, yeah. What are, the main, yeah. what are the main focuses you think that should be looked at? Um, I th- <sighs> there's, not enough, there's not enough rangers and scientists within DOC to do everything that could be done to protect the species. We've got hundreds of species that we could easily lose within our lifetime. And there are incredible teams of one or two people out there looking up entire species, trying to protect them. And so because of that, if individual citizens can do work, that's great. But imagine trying to fight that uphill battle when you know that you and your colleague are the only person to protect a species. You know, whether it's it's um, sea lions, dolphins, the khaki, the black stilt, if you're the only person doing it, what happens to you? It's illegal to fidget spin and drive, Tom. I have just arrived back in Auckland and I'm current, currently in the car driving back to my little hobbit hole uh, where I'm going to have 10 days back up here for my son Joe and his partner Millie's wedding. They're Two oldest children, my mokopuna, Charlie and Gracie are in the back. Yes, Gracie would like to say something. Mummy said we're not allowed to have any lollies because her wedding's coming up for no sickness. Right, so that's good advice. No lollies because the wedding's coming up and, and everything. And I also have my oldest progeny, my son Tom, back from Australia just for a few days. And because I've come back now, a little bit earlier than I had anticipated getting back to Auckland, I get to be with him. He came out of the airport to pick me up. So very, very cool. This um, is yet another wonderful experience of this journey. Charlie, how was school? How did school finish up? Uh, I hear you did a wonderful mihi. Yes. For the graduation ceremony. Would you like to give us a little bit of your mihi? No. Okay, that's clear cut. And Mr. Tom Hopkins, what what about you? What's um, how's Victoria and the firefighting scene over there? It's lovely. Yeah, man of many words. Um, <laughs> looks like I'm not going to get a lot of conversation out of this lot. Oh, it's nice to be home. <laughs> I'll have to talk to myself as as usual, as I do on the trail. I'm back in Auckland. Look at this place. Hasn't changed one bit. All right. Well, um, I'm so looking forward to hanging out with you guys for the next few days. Yay. Hurrah. Hurrah. All right, walking down the stairs. My stairs, listen to that. Been living here over eight years now in this little secluded part of the inner city of Auckland. Rent a little one beddy flat, and this sound 
There's the Waitamata Harbour lapping in against the little tiny beach surrounded by ancient Bahutakawa, 50 metre beach. Two minutes walk from my little hobbit hole that I rent. Most glorious spot. I'm back in Tamaki Makaro, city of sails, for 10 days. This is day three. And the tide is right. Going off to see the dock very soon. But the tide is right for a swim. Not perfect conditions. There's a bit of a chop in there. But it'll be a nice little introduction back into the briny. After all this walking lark. Ah. Oh yeah. The swim has been swum. Man. Magnificent. That ocean, man, if you live anywhere near the ocean, in this blessed land upon which we dwell here in New Zealand, then I think it's kind of like your civic duty, really, to get out and to experience it. If you don't know how to swim, well, bloody well, learn how to swim. Teach yourself how to swim. Get someone to teach you how to swim. And teach your kids how to swim. We have the... I think the 10th longest coastline in the world. And we're a tiny Southern Pacific, South Pacific Ocean uh, islands. So it's a blessing to us. And we, we should dunk ourselves into that briny every now and then as citizens of this land. It's a duty. <laughs> Much like I'm discovering that Walking in those bloody forests, as much of a slog as it can be, it's kind of a, it's a duty, it's your, your honour bound as citizens of this country, if you are physically able, to then go and have some, some period or periods of time where you are surrounded by that environment, it's here for us. Listen to him. Merry Christmas anyway. The Long Way Home is produced by Bruce Hopkins and Justin Gregory. That's me. The executive producer is Tim Watkin. The engineer is Jeremy Veal. Subscribe to every episode of The Long Way Home podcast at iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, Radio Public, or at radionz.co.nz forward slash series. And while you're there, please rate us. That way more people get to hear these stories. If you go to the Long Way Home webpage at rnz.co.nz, you'll find an interactive map that follows Bruce as he walks to Aotearoa. Bruce is also on Twitter, at BruceHop, so get in touch if you've got tips, questions, or can offer him a bed, a meal, or just a hot shower along the way. You can also email him at thelongwayhome at radionz.co.nz. The next episode of The Long Way Home is a bit unusual. Bruce is off the trail for a short break, and so we catch up together in the RNZ studio to chat about how it's all gone so far. It's a bit of a behind-the-scenes episode, if you will. Bruce Hopkins will be back on Te Araroa Trail and taking The Long Way Home again very soon. The Long Way Home. Whenua, whakapapa, whānau. Follow us. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. 
For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. 